This, 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 this is mythical. Everybody, welcome, 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 one and all, to Trevor Talks Too Much, the show where I talk too much, arguably not, maybe, who knows, uh, and I bring on a really cool guest, really cool person. We have a little chit-chat, little convo, and uh, see if I can become friends with them, maybe, or maybe if I really do talk too much. I'm your host, Trevor J. Everts, master baker, mythical soft boy, and lover of the Calvin and Hobbes comics by Bill Watterson. Today... I spoke with Alex Warren, popular TikToker, YouTuber, singer slash songwriter, um, an all-around great freaking guy. We had a lovely conversation. We talked about all sorts of stuff. We talked about Ryan Reynolds, uh, Will Ferrell encounters in the wild, and uh, we talked about all kinds of different cookies, uh, which was a great conversation, personal favorite of mine. Speaking of cookies, Jamie, mm. I have a distinct memory I don't know if anyone else was this way, but did, when you got, uh, this is going somewhere, when you first got your driver's license, mm-hmm. did you have like that weird first week where you just realized you had this freedom and you didn't know what to do with it and you just started doing things for no reason? Like I remember when I first got my driver's license back in Idaho, I remember I was like, wait a minute, I can drive to the grocery store. And keep it, but the grocery store was within walking distance of me. It was like probably a mile and a half, two miles away. But I remember when I first got my driver's license, I was like, I can just drive to the grocery store and buy Loft House sugar cookies Ooh. And, and eat them. Like that used to be a thing that was like, it had to be a special, it had to be like 4th of July or a get together at the home. Um, maybe having some friends over. But like, I was like, it's a normal ass Wednesday and I can get in a car and I can drive to the grocery store and I can get Loft House sugar cookies and I can eat them as many as I want. Yeah, I feel like I was the first person of my friends to get a car. So it was more of like, I was like, let's do and go anywhere. So it was a lot of literally driving around to yeah. nowhere. Yeah. No, 100%. I remember driving around for no reason all the time. It was just like so weird. It's like I had this freedom and I didn't know what to do with it. I was like, I I just want to eat Loft House sugar cookies. A top, top cookie, by the way. If you are a Loft House hater, then I hate you. Not really. I mean, I'm sure you're a great person. I don't actually know <laughs> if you're a great person. You might not be. Who knows? But if you don't like Loft House cookies, I disagree with you. Um on a spiritual level. I feel like I did so much random stuff like that. And then now the difference between me then and me now, I'm like, I don't want to drive anywhere. Nope. <laughs> I don't want to get in my car at all. I never, maybe it's because gas prices are like through the freaking ceiling right now. Maybe it's because <sighs> I live in LA now and it sucks driving here, but I don't want to drive anywhere ever. I'm like, if I can stay at home, I want to do it. And I feel bad because I I drive to my girlfriend's house more than my girlfriend drives to my house. Well. But we hang out at my house more. So it's like I'll drive to her house to pick her up to come back to my house and hang out and then drive her home at night and then drive back to my house. I'm like, it's a lot of driving. That's usually when I listen to my podcasts, though. Not my podcasts. Like, not I don't listen to my own podcast. I mean, sometimes, but that's what I listen to podcasts because it's like mm. the most time I'm in the car 
Because all the other time, I don't want to drive. Well, is parking in here like a thing by your house? Is that why? Street parking, I have street. I have to park on the street. Um, but it's not usually bad where I live. I, I tend to be able to find a spot. The only time I really can't is maybe like late at night on a weekday. And when I'm and when I say late at night, I mean like if I get back like after midnight, sometimes I might not find a super close spot. But I, there's never been a situation where I've driven around and not been able to find anything. Like I've never had to walk like a mile home. So mm, I just don't mm-hmm. like driving. I don't know. It's just like irritating. And I think it probably a big part of it is because I live in L.A. It's not great here. No. It sucks. It's just like so, it's a chore. And people are insane. <laughs> people, people in LA are psychotic when they drive. It's like, it's like everyone in LA that drives a BMW, it's, it, it's like they're, it's physically impossible for their car to not go 25 miles over the speed limit. And I'm not like a slow driver. I tend to like keep it. I think the healthy range of speed um, is like between five and seven miles per hour above the speed limit. I think that's the healthy range for you to be at. Normally okay. in LA, at least. It's it's like people's impatience, you know? It's not oh. even like that they left late. It's just like, I don't want, this is the speed I would like to move at. Yeah. But it's dumb. Maybe it's because they hate driving and they want to spend less time in their car. But it's like the people that don't return their shopping carts. Like if you're one of those people. Oh man. I don't know. I, I just don't trust you. Sue me. Don't sue him. Don't. But we should start. The show. Yes. Yeah, well, let's get into it then. Alex Warren. It's Sophia Franklin. And if you don't already know, listen up. My mini series is live now each and every Monday. And the only person missing is you. We're dating, we're dumping, we're learning, and we're tapping into all the feels that originally brought us together. Listen and follow Sophia with an F on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Alex, nice to meet you, man. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, it's good to have you here. So you are little little cliff notes. Uh, let me just introduce you to everyone. Um, you are a founder of Hype House. Is that correct? I'm. I, I uh, there was a group of six of us that yeah. started the Hype House. I would use co-founder, co-founder as a loose term. Yeah, co-founder is a loose term. Okay. Um, <laughs> your name is Alex. Yes. And that's the introduction, everybody. <laughs> Welcome, <Amazing>. Alex Warren. <laughs> no, you do so much stuff. You you make videos. You make I content. What? Put that on my tombstone. Put that on your tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, one of the co-founders. Yeah, one of the co-founders. You also make music. I mean, you do all sorts of stuff. So um, I'm. I've, I've, I've made it. I've made it a thing where I just I try to do everything. Yeah, it's kind of like um, a goal of mine in a way. Yeah, that's the most fun. You know, do a little bit of everything. Otherwise, you just get tired of what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, in this space, it's such a broad space. I think, honest to God, and, and entertainment itself, you. There's so many avenues you can take where you can be an actor, you can be a singer, you can be a, a YouTuber, a TikToker. Like there's so many different avenues you take. Why not take all of them and figure out which one you like more? Yeah, for sure. I mean, take it from me. I went to culinary school and was working at a bakery in LA before I got this job. And now I make silly videos on the internet. Uh, and, and that's the best thing ever. Yeah, it's amazing. I love it. And I have a podcast now, which is super cool. I get to talk to cool people like Alex. 
Um, but hey. yeah, literally, I mean, it is really such like a broad space. There's room for anyone of any background to do anything. So definitely, Very definitely. Um, you love Ryan Reynolds. I love Ryan Reynolds. That's a, it's a good opinion to have. I would say, <laughs> I love Ryan Reynolds. did you see, you saw, did you see his new movie, The Adam Project? I've seen, I've seen every movie of Ryan Reynolds. I even tweeted at Ryan Reynolds. I needed a, uh, a Deadpool three and he liked the tweet and followed me, nice. which was awesome. But then I checked about a month later and uh, I'm not followed by Ryan Reynolds anymore. <laughs> the classic, the classic case. Um, I think I just tweeted too much about pooping. Yeah, no, I get that. I've definitely yeah. been followed by some people that are like cool, like content, big content creators, whatever. Um, and every once in a while, I go and check to see if they're still following me because I'm like, I they probably don't care. Like they don't want to see this stuff because I tweet about <laughs> pooping too. Sometimes you gotta That's let the people thing. know. I think the best, like my it, keep in mind, I have different offices for different things. Like this office right now is for podcasts yeah. and for music. Yeah. And then, you know, my bathroom is my office for Twitter. Yeah. And that's just, that's just how I've been grown accustomed to it. I yeah. only tweet when I'm on the toilet. Yeah. Tweet when I'm on the toilet and post on Instagram when I'm on the toilet. Um, because exactly. we call it around the office. We call it shitstagramming. Um, because that's <laughs> when like, we're always so busy. So whenever we take our poop breaks, that's the best time to like, you know, go put stuff on socials. <laughs> Perfect. It's great. It's a great place for it. So what are your top three Ryan Reynolds movies? Um, each Deadpool. And then, you know, I'm probably in between the Adam project and uh, just to make Adam happy, not make Adam, but to make Ryan Reynolds happy, I'll say Green Lantern. <laughs> Green Lantern. I haven't seen Green Lantern in so long. I remember like seeing it when it came out and I was young enough that I didn't understand that it was just like a terrible movie. I was just like, Ooh, cool. Like visual effects and superheroes and he's got a cool ring. And now I haven't, I haven't been able to bring myself to watch it again. Cause I don't want that fond memory to be ruined. You know? <laughs> hey, I won't watch it. I'm not going to watch the it. One, that's the one Ryan Reynolds movie where I'm kind of like, um, love you. Yeah. I have bad vlogs. <laughs> Everybody, everybody does stuff sometimes that they're not proud of, you know, or it's like, Hey, yeah. you miss, not everybody's batting a thousand. Nobody's batting a thousand. You know, you, you sometimes you got to right. miss. Um, and that's what right. makes people appreciate the good stuff more. You know, I think, I think so too. I think you set expectations low and then you wow them with your high ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Deadpool movies are great. Do you like the first or the second one more? Second. Second. I think it so was too. more like, I think Ryan Reynolds is the only person I know that can make a movie that the second one will top the first one most times when people make sequels and stuff like that it's kind of like oh okay they kind of just it's rendition and it's kind of the same and you it's it's you can guess the plot but genuinely speaking i think the second one was way more um way funnier way more action-packed and yeah and better movie De the thing about deadpool one for me was that it you had the origin story and it was necessary but it was just a little bit slow that part like i wanted to see more of you know Deadpool just killing people, but you had to get the lead up to Deadpool killing people. Um, but it's still a great movie. Still, still, I like I like how they were able to incorporate like the story while also making it funny, so I didn't feel like I was just learning. One of my, I think one of my favorite Ryan Reynolds movies has to be The Proposal. I haven't seen it. You, you're literally a hater. <laughs> okay, I haven't seen it. That Fuck. is. Oh, I have to watch it tonight then. Hold on, let me, I'm going to set it in my calendar now. <laughs> you have to watch it and then you have to like DM me or something and let me know your thoughts because yeah. I think it is, it's got to be one of my favorite Ryan Reynolds movies of all time. Amazing. Hey, we can, so we, 
We can subtweet each other on the toilet about it. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. I'll be definitely taking a poop <laughs> later after the Cajun burger. <laughs> well, inside joke, you guys don't get it. I don't know if we were recording yet. <laughs> I think we were. No, we were. We, we were. were. I don't know. Maybe yeah. Jimmy will leave it in there. But I kind of like it. As, <laughs> I kind of like it as a thing between you and me. So yeah, honestly, the out of pocket poop joke. Yeah. Um, no, Ryan. Really, I I really enjoyed the Adam Project too. It was um, it was. Fun. I did. I mean. F- Coming from someone who lost his father at a young age, it was something where it was kind of like, it was very emotional, um, a very emotional movie, but I'm kind of like, I'm kind of after writing music about uh, dead people and then yeah. fucking talking about it on every podcast I go on and even on my own and, yeah. and even writing articles about it, it's kind of come to a point where I'm so numb to it that yeah. I watched the whole movie and I didn't cry. And I look over to my left and I see like all of my friends who I was watching with start crying. And yeah. they're like, you're a fucking sociopath <laughs> if you aren't crying to this goddamn movie. Yeah. And I was like, no, I just genuinely speaking, I, I, I relate to it. It's such a good movie and it's, it makes me feel a certain type of way and a special part of my heart, but it's not something where <clears throat> I'm, I, I don't know. I think I realized then and there, like I've been, I've been accustomed to kind of just understanding that this is a part of life. Yeah. You are a sociopath. I'm not a sociopath. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Um, I cannot, I cannot, I think I related in a different way to the movie, uh, but I thought it was great. Also, love, just love movies about time travel. They're great. Yeah, I haven't seen enough about it. It's like it, every time travel movie is different, which I appreciate because mm-hmm. just nobody can agree on how it should work. Um, I know. But I love Back to the Future. That's probably my favorite time travel movie of all time. Do you think, do you think time travel will, because I, I think about this a lot. Do you think time travel will ever be invented in our lifespan? And I don't think so for this n- near fact. If time travel had been invented from the time I am here to the time I die, I feel like I'd run into myself. Yeah. I think about it for a second. Old me would, or older me would come and see me now. And I'd be like, okay, I know time travel exists. But like that scares me that I don't think time travel exists because I haven't seen myself unless it ha- hasn't happened yet. Yeah. I um I think that that might be an argument for why time travel might never get invented. You know what I mean? Like I will it, will it ever be a thing cuz if it if it w- if it has been invented at some point in the future, wouldn't we have already seen evidence of that in some way? That's what I'm saying. Like, wouldn't th- I, maybe there is evidence of it? Maybe we just don't know there's evidence of it because yeah, maybe they're movies, so good at it. They're really good at it, and they you know stay on the down low and don't screw everything up. But I don't know. I, it's something that. What if they fuck up and then time travel back to fix the fuck up too? Dude, I don't know. Okay, it's there's too many layers here. I hope it does, but I think you're right. I don't think it'll be invented in our time. I mean, we don't even have <laughs> self drive. We barely have self driving cars. Like, I know, but listen to ourselves like 30 years ago, they just, or like 60 years ago, they had just invented like half, wasn't the phone created in like uh, the smartphone created in 2001, 2003. Yeah. Something like that. But yeah, I mean, the fir- we- first iPhone was invented in 2003. Now it has facial recognition, fingerprint scanning, and you can pay for things off of your phone. Yeah. Okay. But like what, what would be the I have a watch <laughs> that I can pay for shit. I literally slap my watch onto a goddamn screen and all of a sudden money is exiting my bank account. Uh, <laughs> it's true. But I mean, that is, feels like a very small step in comparison to literally traveling through time. You know what? And I'll give you that. I think we should send letters through time first. Yeah. I, um, what do you think would be the method? Cause it's kind of always different in movies. Like sometimes, oh, you travel through a wormhole and then other times it's a machine that for some reason works and can send you back through time. Do you think it would be more of like a, a space thing? Like something happens in space and people get sent through time? 
I feel like that's an Elon Musk question. I feel like it'd be like, I don't know. I feel like it would definitely, definitely be moon rocks or something. Not moon rocks, but like something you find in space. Yeah. Just think about it. Space is so fucking massive yeah. and we don't know anything about it. And it's like, I feel like if time travel was to exist, they would like went up there, they grabbed some like weird shit <laughs> and they bring it back and somehow they make something out of it. I, I, I dude, I don't know half, how half the things in life happen. Like to be honest, it's crazy. I don't think any time travel will ever happen until we have every single McDonald's ice cream machine working again. Yeah. But that that'll that'll happen completely after time travel, in my opinion. <laughs> they'll they'll invent time travel to fix the ice cream machines. The, That's what I'm thinking. The day that time travel is invented, there the McDonald's is going to get a hold of it, and they're going to be like, "Go back in time, fix all the ice cream machines, so that we can start profiting." So on the day right. that all the ice cream machines are fixed, that's when we'll know. We'll be like, well, whoever is the CEO of McDonald's, they must have figured out time travel because of how much money they've been losing on ice cream over the years. Exactly. I, that's the, I mean, hey. They're I actually would, not broken and they just, uh, there's been many employees that have admitted they just don't want to clean them. Yeah. Wow. That's fair though. I've had to clean ice cream machines before and it sucks. <laughs> it's not a fun task. Not at all. So, I mean. That's crazy. That's crazy. The conspiracy thickens. Thanks, Jamie. Now I'm going to be thinking about it all day. <laughs> yeah, now I'm going to now I'm going to be upset when a McDonald's works like it's not broken. I'm like, I'll clean it myself to get a McFlurry. <laughs> oh, now I want ice cream. I got a vanilla frosty from Wendy's last night because um, I got a chocolate frosty from Wendy's like a, a couple weeks ago. And mm-hmm. I was kind of wanted to do a little test. I was like, okay, which one do I like more? And I the chocolate is far superior. Really? I, I'm lactose intolerant, so I haven't tried a lot of things, but when I do get dairy, it's mostly time to tweet more. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. I, I genuinely speaking, I I am lactose intolerant, but I feel like everyone is a little bit. And for me, it's like, I, I will get, I will, I will put up with whatever I have to endure just to have a nice, like a nice time. Yeah. You know, eating, eating something. Yeah. Are you a lactate enjoyer? Do you take lactate? No, I think if you're going to, I think if you're going to send it, you just send just it. I don't send think it. you need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, my dad had a friend uh, who um, was gluten intolerant and he would do right. this thing where like every couple months he would just have his day um, where he just ruined his body. So he'd order like an entire pizza, just eat a crap ton of, gl- like he was seriously gluten intolerant. Like, and he would just for the next like three days afterward, just be shitting his brains out just unloading. That's like a natural weight loss too. Like yeah. who needs the gym when you're lactose intolerant and have access to Dairy Queen? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I kind of wish I was intolerant because I don't really have any allergies or anything like that. But I sometimes part of me wishes I could experience something that way where it's like, I love this thing so much that I'm willing to put myself through immense pain <laughs> and torture in the bowels just to enjoy it. Like I, I don't feel like I could ever have that much love for something because I don't have, and maybe that's, you know, insensitive of maybe you just say. haven't lived how old are you 22 yeah i'm 21 so yeah. i I, th- I think there's much more life we can live and much more uh toilet breaks we can take yeah for sure this number two shall pass i saw that in the office bathroom the <laughs> this entire day. podcast is gonna be about pooping yeah <laughs> i'm not against it 
it's kind of a theme. I like to talk about pooping. Uh, I know. It's a great thing to talk about. I think it should be normalized. Your producer's going to be like, okay, so uh, Trevor and Alex talk too much. Yeah, Trevor <laughs> and Alex talk too much, and then in parentheses, about poop. That's, yeah, that's the name of the episode. Yeah, that's the title of the yeah. episode. <laughs> well, I love it. To move past pooping, karaoke, the next, yes. the obvious next jumping point. Um, I have it in here, my fact sheet that Jamie wrote for me, that your go-to karaoke song is The Climb by Miley Cyrus. Oh, it's the best, it's the best karaoke song in the world. I, I mm. haven't had, I haven't had the fortunate, um, experience to, you know, do a lot of karaoke. My roommate, Michael is, uh, has this massive fascination with karaoke, something yeah. that I, I don't know. I think yeah, there's this thumb. Um, I, I haven't, um, I haven't really had the pleasure of kind of having a good karaoke experience. I'm very stage fright, which is something funny for a musician to say, but I, um, yeah, I'm, my goal is to evidently get more comfortable and more comfortable singing in front of people and in front of uh, big groups and kind of um, being able to uh, shine in the climb and make Miley proud. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm the same way. I have always loved, I did theater and stuff and choir in high school, um, even though I've gotten a lot more confident since then. And I feel like I wouldn't have stage fright. But I don't know. I turned 21 during the pandemic, like during the first year of the pandemic and most karaoke places in LA, I feel like the good ones at least are like 21 and over. And so I haven't ever been able to really do karaoke other than like stuff with my friends where, you know, you're at a friend's place, but I haven't like been able to go out to like a karaoke bar or anything like that. And I really I still don't do to. karaoke. I, I, I still haven't done karaoke with my friends. That's how like, that's how bad my stage fright is. Oh no. You can get over, which is funny because I've done a, I've done a concert and I've done all that stuff and like getting on a stage. Once you're on the stage, yeah. it's something different. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever been like on a stage in front of people, but it's almost as if it all goes away. Like yeah. it, when when you get on there, it's like nothing else matters, and and you see the people and they're like, I don't know. It's, it's such a surreal feeling that I feel like everyone at one day should just like talk in front of a big crowd or or do something like that. It's it's just it's kind of a it's like a, it's a weird feeling. Yeah. I mean, even doing videos for like Mythical Kitchen, it was something that I hadn't really ever done before. And I feel like I just black out <laughs> when I get up right. and get on camera. Like, I don't remember anything that I say or do at all. You ask me afterward about anything and I'm just like, I don't know. I, I just go up there and I, you know, put on whatever state, like it, I'm being myself. I'm not playing a character, but to some degree, I am being more of myself and I just do it. And then I forget about it and they make a video and I'll watch it and I'll be like, oh, that's pretty funny. That's a, that's a good joke. Nice line, Trevor. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched all my podcasts back. I'm like, I don't remember saying that, but good shit, dude. <laughs> in one ear, out the other. But it's like my right. voice. Um, I remember the first time I had a solo in high school and choir. It was for, we were doing the Lion King medley. And it was from... Can you feel the love tonight? And it was like Simba's little solo. Uh, I can't sing it, but I remember doing Attaboy, that. Trev. Yeah, it was like the first time I remember like, you know, we're all on, up on the risers and then I like walked down to the microphone and I don't remember it. I don't even know if it was good. I don't know if anyone was recording it. I don't want to see it, but that was like the first time that I'd ever done something like solo in front of a group of people. And yeah, it was scary beforehand, but then after I did it, I was like, I don't even remember. I think it was good, wow. but I don't remember. Yeah, I black out too. Yeah. But like now that I'm old enough, I can drink. So like super easy to like do karaoke. It's now you're, now you're willingly forgetting it. Yeah, I'm willingly <laughs> forgetting it. And also like will, like there's no there's no stage fright. Um, I'm trying to think of karaoke songs. that I feel like I have a ton in my back pocket that I've been wanting to do. Um, what is um, Never by Moving Pictures song from... The original Footloose movie 
and also is in Hot Rod, which is one of my favorite movies. Wow. But it's the, have you, you've seen Hot Rod, Andy Samberg? You haven't, <laughs> I need a minute, I Jamie. I need a minute. I got to take a break. I'm looking it up right now. Hot Rod. Yeah. Andy Samberg, uh, Germa. No, yeah, I've never seen it. Who's the other guy? Who's the little one? Not the little one. Who's the shorter guy in in The Lonely Island? Uh, There's Andy Samberg, Bill Hader, Jerma Tacone. Is, yeah. He plays Kevin Powell. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And Bill Hader. Uh, and Isla Fisher. Isla Fisher. Who? What? One That's more. That's a stacked fucking cast list, dude. One more. What's his name? Danny McBride. Rico. Danny McBride. So funny. It's such a yeah. great movie. Oh, it's also got Will Arnett. Who plays like oh, the wow. D-bag boyfriend of Isla Fisher. That's a flavor. Dude, That's a reference dude, to a movie. Speaking of, speaking, of, speaking of famous people, uh, or at least like just cast members, I ran into Will, Will Ferrell yesterday. Really? Where? Yeah, dude, I, was, I, I got done shooting my podcast. And as I'm driving home, I'm sitting at a red light. And my roommate looks to me and he goes, is that Will Ferrell? And I, I sat there and I, I, I'm, like, I'm like, what did you just say? And I look to my left. And I just see Will Ferrell in a Tesla Model X just sit, symmetrical to me yeah. where I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. Will fucking, sorry, freaking Ferrell <laughs> is directly next to me. And I just roll down my window. He has his windows already rolled down and he just looks at me and I go, I love you. <laughs> and then I drive away. And the problem is, is I was freaking out so much that I just... I look Will Ferrell straight in the eyes and we're probably five feet away from each other. And I just go, I love you. And then I immediately, as I say that I drive away, not realizing it's a red light. And I almost get in a car accident right in front of Will Ferrell. Oh my God. Yeah. What? That's my life. That's, That's my so life. crazy. Wait, so you, you live in LA, right? I do. I live in Tarzana. Okay, awesome. I live in Burbank. Um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm right, like on the cr the cusp of Encino. Yeah, that is so crazy. I wonder what he was I doing. Know. You think? Where do you think he was going home from, or do you think he was going out? I honestly, I don't know, dude. What's Will Ferrell up to these days? He's being a multi multi millionaire. Yeah, this guys. I assume fucking... he's still like doing stuff. You know, Will I mean, Ferrell. He's Will freaking is... Ferrell. That is so funny. You he's just so said, I love you, and then drove away through a red light. It wasn't even, I love you, though. It was, I love you. Like, it was, it was, it was like a whisper. Yeah. As if, like, and he, he and it, the, I will never forget this. Will Ferrell looks at me and goes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most Will Ferrell thing. He do. just, he gives me the side smirk. Like, as yeah. he's looking straight on, he looks at me and goes. It <laughs> <laughs> just nods his head with a little smirk. Oh, there's no, man. there's no words or anything. He's like, I know, I know you love me. Yeah, that is so great. I can't say I'd do anything different though in that situation. I mean, I, w I wish I didn't run the red light and had a conversation with him. Yeah, but then I, it, it, it probably saved me from the, uh, the, the, the. He probably would have rolled his windows up. Honestly, yeah, that would have been pretty heartbreaking. You've got a brunette guy with a ginger beard telling you that he loves you. It's like yeah. I'm, I'm reenacting Step Brothers. <laughs> you know? Oh, so what's your favorite Will Ferrell movie? Is it Step Brothers? Step Brothers. Okay. Yeah. Step Brothers perfectly depicts my two friends that I, I live with. I live with five <laughs> people in total. Yeah. But um, two of my friends I grew up with, uh, their name's Calvin and Pat, and they quite literally are the human embodied, like the real person embodiment of Step Brothers. Yeah. It's so 
They're so like, I was, they're, they're just like, uh, they have, they like the, the argument, did, like, did you touch my drum set? Stuff like that yeah. is quite, I've heard them have identical arguments just like that in real life. And it's like, there's no way you're real. Like, there's no way you're real. And it's just, it's just, they, they both think they're smarter than each other. They both yeah. go at each other. And at the end of the day, they're arguing about like the dumbest things. And I'm like, you guys are both the same. I think my favorite Will Ferrell movie, definitely for me, I don't think, I know it's the other guys. That's a great movie as well. Underappreciated, I think. Underappreciated, but I genuinely, it, it's my, one of my dad and I's favorite movies. Like we can both just quote every line and it's just so funny to me like just gator needs his gat you punk ass bitch like just the fact that will ferrell plays this like uptight like forensic accountant and then he just happened to be a pimp in his past life and is married to eva mendez it's so it's such a great movie ron burgundy ron Um, burgundy yeah anchorman great movie (laughs) that's jamie's favorite jamie you can speak you can say it i don't want to always interrupt i'm trying to learn your opinion no anchorman is the best i actually have a great story about this because when it came out um i was i think it came out in 2004 yeah so i was what is it really that old yeah it came out the same i believe it came out the same year as mean girls i could be wrong what we're all looking it up right now. wow Wow. Oh my really? God. Really? I was four years old. So I. I was four. So in 2004, I was in middle school and my. We went to see this movie as a family. Yeah. And my mom is sitting there and all of these jokes are happening and she's looking at me because I'm like 11 years old. <laughs> and she's like, oh man, I should not have brought you to this. <laughs> she was so upset at herself and she's like, I think we should leave. I was like, I'm here. We're yeah, watching it. We're staying. That's like a timeless movie. I didn't realize it was from 2004. That's crazy. I didn't even know. I'm looking this up too. Will Ferrell was in The Office. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, oh shoot, what's his name? Uh, D- Devante or something. No, it's, it's um, no, don't look it up. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. <laughs> I'm going to be angry if I didn't. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I know. I... No, okay, no, I need to get there. Okay, we can talk about right, it. I'll tell you the last name. I'll tell you the last name. Okay. Vickers. D'Angelo Vickers. God, I'm so yes. mad. No, he was. A lot of people give him give him grief. Um, a lot of people give that that part of the office grief. Right. It was as good as of a transition as you could have got. Because if you yeah. just went straight into having Dwight or having Andy or someone else replace him, it would have felt weird. And I think that having those really weird five episodes with Will Ferrell as D'Angelo Vickers. I liked it. And when he's like has the headphones on and he's presenting at the Dundee, he's like, thank you, thank you everyone. Thanks for being here tonight. <laughs> and he's just like yelling into the microphone. I feel like that's me. When I do the podcast and I don't know what to say, I just start yelling into the microphone. Same. Yeah. Yelling's funny. You know, anytime you don't know what to say, you yeah, just string, I mean, Kevin Hart's built a whole brand off of it. Yeah. He's built a whole brand off of yelling and also antagonizing the rock. Yes. That's just like what Kevin Hart's known for. And it's so funny. <laughs> he, right. He's doing a great job. Just the way that he roasts the rock in everything that he does. It's perfect. Because, <laughs> you know, Dwayne needs to be knocked down a few pegs. I love the oh, rock. For sure. But I think that, you know, he needs the Kevin Hart in his life to keep him humble. The big man, small man dynamic works. Yeah, definitely. It's like it's like the rock owning like a, 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 a what's it called? A Pomeranian. Yeah. Yeah. 
It just works. I, I can see it. Let's talk food. I'm a food guy. You like food? I've gone keto. I've been vegan. I've gone vegetarian. I've kind of done everything. Okay. I've always vegan for a minute. I wasn't good at it. I'll tell you what, oh, really? I ate a lot of Oreos and a lot of Lay's potato chips. Oh yeah. I mean, I, here's the thing. I, I've gone through weights, dude. I've been fat. I've been skinny. I've been medium build. I've, I've, I've been everything to yeah. the point where I kind of like understand my body and what it can and can't take. My body loves French fries. Yeah. I'm sorry. I love French fries. My body does. So it's like something where it's like, I, I, ah, I just started working out for the first time two days ago. Yeah. Like I haven't worked out ever in my entire life. I used to just diet. And like, all I would do is keto diet. I'd lose weight really quick. Like I'd lose like 45 pounds in two months. Yeah. And kind of just, you know, be able to like, you know, live off that for a little bit and then go back to, you know, my normal weight and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, um, it's crazy. But no, my, what's your favorite food? What do you like to eat? Oh God. I, I have like one of the unhealthiest relationships with food because of my job. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of ramen. I'm, I'm just going to tell you like my go-tos. Like if I'm going Please. out with my girlfriend and we want to eat food, we love ramen. We love Korean barbecue just because Korean barbecue in LA is unbeatable. Um, we love, I'm huge pasta fan, but I tend to make a lot more pasta. I feel like I don't really go to Italian restaurants as often. I like to make pasta. Uh, shabu shabu is really good. Um, trying to think of other things. I don't know. I love all kinds of food. You like how I taped over my water bottle so we didn't do free any any free promo. That's huge, bro. That's huge. (laughs) Thank you for doing that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Free clout for Crystal um, Geyser. (laughs) I just gave him free clout. (laughs) Um, No, no, we're very similar. My girlfriend grew up in Hawaii, so it's something where we, uh, we, we do a lot of rice foods. Yeah. So it's kind of like she'll make homemade Hawaiian like Spam bees and yeah. poke and, and stuff like that. And, you know, we love this uh, the sushi place down the street called Copan. And they have this something yeah. called a golden tiger roll. And we're yeah. obsessed with it. And we go to Copan probably like three times a week. And it's nice. it's something that I can accredit my belly for. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's great. Korean barbecue, she's obsessed with though. That's like, that's, I feel like every girl in LA loves Korean barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. Korean barbecue is so good. We actually, one of the... Uh, one of my favorite Korean barbecue places, it's called Agassi and it's in, it's in Koreatown. Uh, the manager there apparently is a fan of the mythical kitchen. Um, and so I was in there one time with my grandpa, um, and my girlfriend, um, and the manager like recognized us. And so now we have like the hookup at this Korean barbecue place. I got my homie, Alan. Alan is like a server there and he's like the coolest dude. So anytime I want to go, I just hit up Alan. I'm like, Hey, I want to come by. And he hooks it up because it's always got like a super huge weight. So that's my little uh, little humble brag for the Los Angeles Korean barbecue scene is that I know that's awesome. the manager is a fan of Mythical Kitchen at Agassi. I wish Koreatown was closer to me. I know. That's the one hard part is that you got to drive a ways. Um, I'm a big sweets guy. I actually have this tattoo on my arm that's... can I? Sorry, I'm bending my arm weirdly. It's milk and cookies. Oh, wow. Yeah, but... Uh, so I'm a big, I'm a big fan. I have like this really good chocolate chip cookie recipe and it's just like one of those things that was like a comfort food for me to make. Like anytime I'm feeling down or I just want to lose myself in the dough. All right. So when you, when you make chocolate chip cookies, do you like them crispy or do you like them soft? I'm a, I lean soft, but I think there's a perfect way to bake a chocolate chip cookie that you can get it like fudgy and like soft in the middle. 
and you can have that like melty gooey inside, but also have an, a, like a satisfying crust on the outside so that it's not just falling apart. So do you like, do you like it right out of the oven or do you like it the next day when it's cold? Right out of the oven, right out of the oven. Oh, you're a cold enjoyer. So I'm the type of guy, I actually, I'm really funny about that. I enjoy food the next day. Yeah. I enjoy food, leftover food yeah. more than I actually enjoy it when I get it. So like cookies, if my girlfriend, my girlfriend loves making cookies, I'll put it in the fridge and yeah. like, I'll wait until that bitch is cold. <laughs> and then, and then, and then like if I get pizza, I won't eat the pizza till the next day yeah. after his fridge. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cold pizza is better than normal pizza. I, have, I agree. A wise man once said, if a pizza isn't good cold, then you shouldn't be eating it warm. Exactly. And no, I but like, I don't know. There's just something about next day pizza. I don't heat it up. I don't do any of that. I just take it out of the fridge and I eat it. Cookies for me, I, I would say it's less about the temperature for me and more about the texture. Um, Cause I do like good, but I like soft cookies that are cold. I, I really enjoy that. I don't mind it. Um, I just, I'm not a fan of like crunchy cookies. Like if I bite into a mm. cookie and it feels like, it crunches into my mouth and there's no soft in the middle, then I'm going to be very, very upset unless it's like an Oreo, but that doesn't really count. Yeah, Oreos are vegan. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. I know. <laughs> I eat a lot of Oreos. That's crazy. What's your favorite varietal of Oreo? Oh, I had the red, I've had the red velvet Oreos. Those are so good. I'm not a huge red velvet fan. I'm a red velvet guy. I'm a German chocolate cake, red velvet guy. Mm -hmm. But I had a, I, my girlfriend's been doing this thing where she has a bunch of food sent to her. That's exotic. And I had a, a cinnamon bun Oreo. That is probably the best Oreo I've ever had. What? They're cinnamon, they're cinnamon bun Oreos. They're insane. Dude, you don't understand the like, for me, a cinnamon roll. Oh, they sell them on Amazon now. What? Yeah. They sell the cinnamon bun Oreos on Amazon. So can you like send me the link? <laughs> yes, I, I will. Oh my I'll god, that sounds so Dude, good. Dude, they're they're so good. It's insane. I um, this, there's something about cinnamon. I don't know. I love cinnamon things. Cinnamon rolls, one of my favorite things ever. But yeah, I, I'll I'll go to Cinnabon. I'll Postmates Cinnabon to my home, and I will get a normal Cinnabon, and then I will also get the small bite Cinnabons to have later. <laughs> right. I like I'll get both of them, but then. I usually just end up eating it all <laughs> right there, <laughs> playing video games. And I'm like, oh, there's Cinnabons right next to my desk. I think I want to eat them and I have no self-control. Do you just, do you just have a fast metabolism or what is it? Yeah. I think part of it is I have a fast metabolism and part of it is like, I don't eat. <laughs> if that makes sense. I, this is going back to my unhealthy relationship with food, but like, I really struggle with eating food at home. Like, uh, I don't know what it is about cooking all day. Um, and maybe it's some of the like stress that I associate with my job that it's hard for me. Like, it's hard for me to go grocery shopping. Like I find that when I go to the grocery store, it's like an undertaking because I, I hate it. I hate going to the grocery store. So I, and I don't like cooking for myself at home. It stresses me out to cook at home. So like a lot of the times I'll be cooking all day at work. We'll have like, I'll eat food at work. I'll eat whatever we make. I'll have snacks. And then I just go home and I don't eat. And it's pretty unhealthy. And like, I should eat more, but I just find that I don't get hungry sometimes. I understand that. I have a, I have something called body dysmorphia. So it's like, yeah. it's definitely something where it's like, I, uh, I don't understand sometimes what, what I'm doing to my body. Yeah. No, I, I get that one hundo. And I've gone through phases like where 
I will eat a lot. I'll overeat where I'm just like all, I am constantly hungry and I'm overeating. And then I'll go through phases where I'll go an entire day without eating and not even feel hungry. Like I just don't ever have the desire to eat. And that's more like me. Yeah. Like I, I just won't eat. Like I, I kind of just like, I'll wake up in the morning and I'll feel gross. And I'm like, Oh, like, and I feel like that just stays in my head or something. Cause then I'm like, I'm in that hungry. And then I realize it's like 6 PM. I'm done with the full work day. And I get home and I'm ready to lay on the couch and everyone's like, Oh, let's go out to dinner. And I'm like, I'm not hungry. Yeah. I don't know why. Food is weird, man. I feel like everybody has some sort of weird relationship with it in some way. And right. It's hard to figure it out, but you know, we're all doing our best. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that 100%. I, w- I asked you, we started talking about food. I wanted to ask you why Thin Mints are your favorite Girl Scout cookie. Why? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I just grew up on only liking Thin Mints. I think, huh. honest to God, I grew up hating coconut and... A lot of the two favorites. I love coconut now. Like I'm obsessed right. with German chocolate cake. But I, I have always put candy, chocolate, and Girl Scout cookies in the freezer. Yeah. Okay. And I only like them in the freezer. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, everyone would always eat the Samoas. Yeah. And, and everyone would always eat the other things. And yeah. I would only eat the Thimits because no one else liked them but me and my family. So like I just grew accustomed to it. It's like a nostalgic thing for me now. And every time I see that, you know, this year Girl Scout cookies were online, they weren't going door to door anymore um, due to COVID, I think it was. So I quite literally, I'm in, you know, a a great position now where I make a good amount of money and I'm very happy with the success I've been able to have. And that's why I bought $1,000 worth of Girl Scout cookies. (laughs) The dream. I, um, now, I don't, I don't think I'll ever eat them, but I do live with a bunch of uh, over 21-year-old adults who yeah. uh, partake in different type of things that may make them hungry yeah. later in the night. Yeah. And so I've, I've noticed that a lot of those boxes have gone. Nice. Gone away. See, you're just a thoughtful yeah. guy. You're just That's a thoughtful what I was thinking. Guy. I, I, it's not that I have a problem or anything. It's not like I thoroughly enjoy Girl Scout cookies. It's more of the lines of, you know, being the friend I am. I wanted to just look out for my friends and their munchies. Yeah. That's really big of you. That's really big. I know. We don't, we don't all wear capes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not all heroes wear capes. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Uh, exactly. I had some friends that did the freezer Thin Mint thing. Um, and they really loved it. But I don't know. I could just never get behind Thin Mints that much. They're not bad. No, no, no. I don't know. I just love peanut butter and chocolate. Reese's is one of my favorite candies. So, Do you like sour candy more? There's a time and a place. I think for me, okay, let me explain it here. I need both. You know what my issues? What? Is when I I think it, I think it comes down to like the body body thing of mine, but whenever I ate chocolate or anything kind of like cookie-wise or something out of the the gas station type of vibe, it made me feel gross. It made me feel like maybe it was the lactose intolerant, maybe it's the the my body appearance that I had an issue with back in the day, yeah. but something with me is every time I ate it, I just felt bigger yeah. like i felt like maybe it was the, the lactose intolerant part of it yeah. but when i ate sour candy it was something where i felt good like i felt kind of like um and, 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 keep on i'm eating unhealthy i'm, I'm not feeling good but I, I definitely didn't feel like that way yeah. and plus now i'm just a fanatic for sour candy there's a candy shop in burbank um that's like right next to the movie theater the amc one of three amcs in downtown burbank uh, that sells like those sour belt candies. And I swear I get them like before every movie I go see because they're just so good. Uh, I miss that. Every time, every time I go to a movie, I'm keto. Like, I, I don't know what it is. Like when I plan my keto, cause I do ketos, like, uh, the keto diet pretty regularly. Yeah. Um, 
And when I when I start the keto diet, it's like three days in, I randomly go to the movies, and it's like I don't know, maybe it's like somehow it happens, but yeah. it just it's it's a sign that I shouldn't be doing it. I always have to snack when I'm at the movies. Um, right. I remember one time I we had dinner, and I think I just got like a diet coke, and that's it. I didn't get any popcorn. Do you, do you drink normal soda? No, I only drink. You diet only coke. do diet soda? Yeah, my man, my man, diet coke and diet Dr Pepper. Those are my. I drink those Bro, every single day. Normal soda is too syrupy. You t- it it tastes way too many. It overtakes. It's too many calories when you could be using that on fucking can- sorry on on like like candy and Thank other stuff you. like that. And Thank I was that it, it tastes like a nice flavored sparkling water. Where like soda, it's overpowering. It makes you feel gross if you have too many yeah. of them, and it's too syrupy. Yeah, and like I don't care. There are so many things in the world that could give me cancer. Like aspartame isn't a. It's it's not something I'm going to worry about because you know what? There's so much other stuff. There's fluoride in the water. They're turning the yeah. freaking frogs gay. And that was yeah. a little Alex Jones reference. Um, he's insane. Um, but like, there's so many things in the world that are bad for you. Why are we getting hung up on artificial sweeteners in diet soda? I once watched my friend eat 15,000 calories for a YouTube challenge. And then they had the audacity to look at me drinking a Diet Coke and being like, Diet Coke could kill you. I'm like, you look like a prime Asian for diabetes from that. Oh, God. That is so many calories. You know, we have diet pills and we have stuff to kind of like make your body like lose weight and burn calories yeah. without actually working. I feel like over time, they're going to make food that is able to do replicate that same thing where like, you know, you eat a donut, but this donut is like genetically modified to... Like when you eat that donut, you'll actually lose weight or it'll be good for you. Yeah. Like I feel like we're getting to that point in life where like they'll start making that type of food. Definitely. I feel like there's, they're probably already doing it. I feel like it's already almost a thing, you know? I mean, you've got all of these like diet companies that, and like different, like healthy, like a, a lot of people are, you know, going vegan, going vegetarian. A lot of people are being more health conscious. Um, and I feel like it's already a thing where people have, have spent so much time, like kind of workshopping ways to make healthy foods that are as close as possible to the junk food flavor. And I think we're just getting, you know, every day is another step in that direction. Cause I mean, you know, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, all of the like healthy food, whatever that was supposed to taste like junk food is all terrible. It was just awful garbage. It didn't taste sweet at all. But I feel like, you know, every day people are getting closer and closer to replicating that. I feel like one day there's going to be just like a, it's going to be like a brick. It's just going to be like a cube and people are going to be like, this is your, this is your food cube and you eat it. And then it's like all of your nutrition for the day. I don't know. I right. feel like we're heading towards that. We're just steaming. I'm down. You just get your, food food, your single food cube. It's got all the nutrients, everything that you need, all the vitamins. And you just eat that one cube. And, and you choose a flavor and it tastes exactly like that. Like, yeah. I want to, like you want a Costco pizza flavored one. Yeah. Or if you want to. That's kind of cool. I'd be down with that. We're going to be, it's like some shit out of the Jetsons. We're just going to press a button on a machine. It's like mac and cheese. And then it's just a cube and you pop it in your mouth and it tastes like mac and cheese. I'm down. That's the future I want to live in. (laughs) I don't know. Actually, that would like ruin my whole career. That was the, the future. We <laughs> Never mind. That's like me. That's like me going, oh, I wish a robot could just do all the singing for us. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Never mind. Scientists, stop right now. Um, okay. So I want to do a little bit. And I think I'm excited for what you have to tell me. Because I call this little bit, this little ditty that we do here called Whoever Smelt It. 
And I want you to tell me like the most embarrassing fart story that you have, like farting in public, letting it rip. What I have so many. Give oh my gosh. I'm so ready. Okay. So, all right. In fifth, no, sixth grade, okay. I was in a classroom and we did this thing where we would merge classrooms like uh, towards the end of the year yeah. where we would have like just like 60 people in a classroom and just like they all talked and hung out while someone gave a presentation. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, it was someone's presentation. Okay. And I'm in the way back of the room. And it, for some reason, it went silent. Something had happened. They were waiting on. Oh, no. Yeah. So it, apparently, like, they were talking about how there was going to be a fire drill in, like, 10 minutes. So, like, everyone was quiet. They're waiting and stuff like that. And when I say dead quiet, I mean dead quiet. And I'm leaning back on a chair like this. I'm leaning back on a chair like this. And I'm just, like, like balancing the back two parts of it. And I go, I, I go, watch this. And I fart. And the problem is, is... It was, it, it wasn't quiet at the time until I farted. And when I farted, it was, it was the loudest fart I've ever, I think I've ever projected, but it was also the longest fart. Like it quite literally, like it was, it wasn't like a, yeah. or a it was like a, yeah. And so far to the point where I'm like, I'm like, when is this going to stop? And then as keep on, I'm still balancing on the back two of my pegs. And I just like, I'm so embarrassed. And I start laughing <laughs> And I lost balance and just ate shit and fell backwards. And as I'm falling backwards and I land, everyone goes, oh, like, oh, like that. And then all you hear is. (laughs) (laughs) I just peeked the microphone. I'm sorry. I just peeked. Oh, it was like it was like out of a movie. But it was. Yeah, that is. Oh, I somehow got detention for that too, uh, which is crazy. I'm like looking back on it now and I'm like, yes, I, I like, I like meant to fart, but at the same time I got detention for farting. Oh my God. No. Oh, That's crazy. You farted so hard. It knocked you out of your seat and you got I lost detention. Balance. I know. Oh my God. I might need to write a complaint. Hey, remember yeah. 10 years ago when you gave <laughs> Right to the school board, the the board yeah. of education. That's crazy. I don't think I've ever farted so hard that I've fallen out of my seat. Yeah, wait, what's your gnarliest fart story? Oh my goodness. I do this, I was okay, so I do this segment a lot, this little bit with like a lot of people, and they always ask me that. And I feel like I never have good stories that I can like bring to mind. I feel like I've used too many of them. So I need to have more fart stories from, oh, kitty. Sorry, for those of you listening, um, there's a cat. You can't see it, but and you can't hear it, but it's there. Um, I don't do it that often at work, but also I, my boss, Josh, mythical chef Josh, he's like a gremlin. He does this <laughs> stupid thing. It's like a bit at this point, how gross of a human being he is. We have a hashtag called hashtag wash Josh. But anytime he wants to fart and people are in the room, he'll just do a really fake sneezing sound. And so Josh will just go, chew. And then he just lets one loose and he's like, it covers it up. But everybody knows that he's farting. So it's like the most useless thing ever. And he's just like drawing more attention to it. Imagine too, it's like, it's lagged too. So it's like, chew. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like when you used to like cover it up in school. You're like, what can I do to like cover up the sound of the fart I'm about to make? But it always right. lied. You're like, I'm going to drop a book on the floor to like right. cover up this fart. And you drop the book. 
the book falls on the floor, everybody looks at you, and then you fart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like the worst. So counterintuitive. Yeah, no, you just got to do it sometimes. So uh, you said at the beginning you were going to tell me if I talk too much. Do you think, how did I do? Honestly, though, thinking about it, this is a podcast, so that's kind of the whole point of it. Exactly. Right? Exactly. That's why the name of the show doesn't make sense. And people just like to make fun of me. But that's the whole point of the show. So... Um, Does, uh, who, who thinks you talk too much? Oh, like everyone. No, I don't know. I don't know who actually thinks I talk too much. People think I talk too much as just a joke, but I don't know who's actually joking and who actually believes it. But Well, lo- lots of comments on stuff is like, oh, the name rings true. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Jamie. Oh, I love that. Thanks for the vote of confidence. No, but they like it. They're <laughs> no, like, but I, I could listen to him talk more. Oh, well, I'll take it. Um, Alex, thanks so much for being on. How do you think? Okay. So here's the the question that I have to ask you. Sure. Um, would you do you want to hang out? Do you want to talk again sometime? Do you want to be friends? Fuck yeah. 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 What's your Instagram? My Instagram is at Trevor Everts. E V A R T S. That is my full name. No, it's not. My full name is Trevor Joseph Everts. Uh, please, whatever. I know you have a podcast. That is correct. Do yes, yes. Um, my podcast is locked in. It's going to be on Spotify and my YouTube channel. If you guys want to listen to it. I pretty much just on that. It's it's really cool, actually. I think you'd like it. We don't talk about farts very often, but oh. it's more of a... Yeah, so I don't know how much you'll like it. Uh, <laughs> but it's pretty much like I have people on and I get to like the bottom of exactly like what like what kind of creator they are, like who they are as people. It's yeah. most of the time I have like YouTubers and I'll have, um, I'll have like, you know, people on that no one really sees the real side of them or at least the side that they put on social media. Yeah. And I kind of just ask them, like, I have a dossier and I have an ex-investigator who kind of looks into every single one of my guests and we get to know like what they're about and kind of like that. So like a lot of it is about mental health. A lot of it is about the things that they go through. And it's, it's really interesting when I have these people on, cause I'm expecting them to give me a lot of PR answers. Yeah. And most of the time, a lot of the guests are talking about some real life issues that they're going through and things that they, they're like, like, you know, I don't know what I can say and what I can't say on this podcast, but stuff like really, really detrimental to other people's health yeah. and what they go through and how their childhood was. And it's just understanding them. And it's a really yeah. cool idea. So if you guys want to check it out, it's awesome. That's awesome. Please, everyone go check it out. Go check out Alex's YouTube channel. Um, go yeah, follow thanks. him on all the socials. Go check out his music. He's got some great Thank tunes, you. some bangers. I appreciate it. I would say. Thank you. Is there anything else you want to plug? Feel free. Let him know. No, no, no. I'm all good. That's good. I'm good. Watch them. Watch, watch this podcast. <laughs> if, you're listening, you. if you're listening to it, watch the video. You can see this beard I've been growing. Nice. It is a nice beard. That's yeah, thanks, sick. man. That's pretty sick. Everybody, that was Alex Warren. Jamie, how do you think it went? Oh, my God. I loved it. You guys were great. I literally like before the like recording starts and everything, you guys have your little chit chat. I was like, no, we got to record now. This is already good. Yeah. It was like vibing from from the first second that he joined the call. It was like, we're already vibing. No, literally. And I, I just feel <sighs> like. Why'd you pause? <laughs> because, I don't know. Like we made eye contact and I kind of got like. Yeah, you did the thing. You did the three second thing <laughs> where your brain shut off. Yeah, my brain shut off. I had a soft reset. Yeah. Um, I didn't mean to do that to you. I'm sorry. No, that's but... okay. I, I empathize with you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it was great. He was great. And like just so nice. Like literally just seems like and very well spoken. No, he was a super cool guy. Like genuinely one of like the most fun conversations. It was like we were just vibing the whole time. It was great. He seemed super nice. He really was, you know, very well spoken. It seemed like it could have gotten deeper, 
I would love to maybe have a little repeat gust action. I don't know what this finger motion was, um, but I think it'd be really fun. I'd, I'd love to talk. I could talk to him for like three hours, I think. I mean, I hope I can hang I hope he wants to hang out because I would love to talk to him more. He was great. Yeah. And then maybe you, you him, Larry, like just yeah. together. Get that. Everybody, this just in, I'm joining the hype. Imagine <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not joining the hype house. Fun fact, actually, Brian Flanagan, our COO, one time after I was working here for a bit, he asked me, he, he, I was in his office and he was like, hey, please don't get poached by like the hype house or anyone. And I was like, I'm, I didn't really know much about the hype house at the time, but I was like, I'm, I'm glad you think that fondly of me and that highly of me that I would be someone that someone else would want to poach. (laughs) Um, And now I'm here and I'm just talking to him and we're friends. Um, So anyway. Everyone, I have something to tell you about. Whether you're a mythical beast, whether you're a fan of the show, whether you're just a a food lover that happened to be here, I've got something to tell you about. It's called Spork.com. Now, Spork.com is a website that's designed to help you navigate the grocery store in the best way possible. It's really amazing. So we have a whole team of writers, food people, and basically what they're doing is they're taste testing, they're doing videos, they're doing reviews, they're doing grocery news, and they're all putting it on this website and they're ranking some of the best different snacks, ice cream, granola bars, anything that you can find in the grocery store. They, along with members of the Mythical Crew, are tasting it, deciding what's best, and putting that in a really nice format on their website for you. Super helpful if you just want some snack ideas or food ideas or whatever. Next time you go grocery shopping, check out spork.com. Super cool tool, super useful, and you should definitely check it out. Um, And thank you everyone for listening to Trevor Talks Too Much. This has been another episode of the show called Trevor Talks Too Much. Listen every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple, you name it. Check out the video version every Monday. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. It's like on the screen. I don't know. If you don't already follow me, you're probably not going to follow me now. So That's not true. I don't know, Jamie. Feels weird plugging myself like that. Um, Plug. Please li- <laughs> Plug. Plug away. Follow Jamie. She's great. Um, <laughs> make sure to leave a review so I know just the right amount of talking to do. Uh, let me know. Let me know if I'm talking too much, too little, what you like, what you don't like. Uh, Let me know how to end the show. Tweet at me. Tell me, hey, Trevor, this is how you should do your outro because I still don't know how to do it. I've been talking for like 17 minutes now in this outro. Um, Check out all the other mythical stuff. You know, we got GMM. We got Mythical Kitchen. We're all over TikTok. We've got a new TikTok called Mythical Pods. Uh, that's all podcast stuff. We got a lot of podcasts here. We got a lot of offerings. And so we're taking some clips, some of the funniest moments, some of the best moments from those podcasts, and we're putting them on TikTok on mythical pods so check that out and uh have a lovely rest of your week make sure to support your local donut shop um i go to dad's donuts here in burbank great place you should check it out if you live in the local burbank area uh great donuts there and as always don't um i was gonna try and offer (laughs) advice but i couldn't come up with anything so just have a great week i guess (laughs) bye (laughs) 